One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is not on. Motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't do it. <laughs> I'm doing it now. I'll do it live. We're, we're, we're doing it I'm live. I'm doing it live. <laughs> Broadcasting from the radioactive bunker. This is Real Spoilers, episode 770. Godzilla. I don't have any funny ones because it's just Godzilla. And Tom's not here to. You could have changed the, the edition. Right. The adi- uh, well, I was, was going to say, I wasn't going to put any sort of racially insensitive inflections in my voice either well no 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 <laughs> what you do is you say godzilla. are you saying tom would have done that i would not put it past him you say godzilla <laughs> times one yeah oh that's true power. yeah right yeah <laughs> squared godzilla squared go. this is real spoilers obviously you know all that good stuff i am here let's go around the the virtual table real quick <laughs> I like Joe trying to figure out the order that the I know. I was just like, I don't have to do this. I don't have to think about this I stuff. I think this is the first episode you've ever done the intro on. on but I proper... do a bunch. Yeah, I was saying, I, that's on, I the, on the Patreon. Yeah, I don't have to do all that stuff. Go, on that one, you go, you know the drill. All right, yeah, let's start. Let's roll. And you don't actually let's do it. Get into it. <laughs> all right, this is Kevin. Matt, that's you. Oh, is it my well, yeah. rotation? This is Matt. And this is Joe. Uh, wow. Yeah, you know it's that's we're, quite the honor. We're, we're, he's, I feel like he's earned the, the green jacket at this point. Uh-huh. You know? thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, before we get this thing started, let's get the the good stuff out of the way. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes, iHeartRadio. I don't know all that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's gonna he's gonna say the names of all the ones that don't exist that anymore. don't exist anymore. Yeah, iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, right? Stitcher Apple still Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Google Zune, Play is not around. Google anymore. Play. What else was it's, there? It's uh, YouTube Music. <laughs> <laughs> they did keep their TV going though. You, you know, look. Yeah, for like eighty bucks a month. Is that what it is? Really? 
Yeah, that's that price went way up. No way, no way. What do you get for that? It used to be like 50 bucks. It's cable, but on the internet. Oh, no. no. Not doing that. Look, I want to say it's like 70 bucks a month, but you add stuff to the packet. You know, you get the sports thing or whatever you can add all on to it. That's not, the you know, not doing yeah. that. Here's the deal. <laughs> what if they're our sponsor, Joe? And our, speaking of that, <laughs> yeah, wait. Oh, oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to get oh, your real, real hard? Talk to Blue Chew. No, I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> wow. This isn't Patreon. You I know. guess that's true. I can't say that. You have to edit that. No, out. you can't say that. No, I can't say that. Look. You know where to find us. You can go to Twitter or X, I guess you can call it now. You can go to Facebook. You can join the League of Show Shares. That's where, you know, that's the best discussion that you can find. Uh, all kinds of good stuff on there. And if you are in the League of Show Shares and you do share a show, you get your name right on the show. What do you know? Hey, Kevin, that's you, that, buddy. Joe, I have this great list compiled. Sorry we missed you last week. Tom was going out of the country and all this stuff, and Tom's still not back into the country, so I'm going to do the best I can Obviously. here. Obviously. So here's the list that we've got. Glenn Cougar Melon Brewer, Chris Falls, Chris Sanders. i got to look down. Real, Chris Magic. There's you know, a trick to the Chris trifecta. The, the trifecta, right? Uh, Brendan. Did I just say Brendan McGuckin, or do I say Brendan Conterfloof McGuckin? Uh, you got to say Brendan McGuckin. Bre- <laughs> Brendan McGuckin? Yeah. Heather Sachs, Lane Levanway, Ralph Tribble, Julianne Jordan, Dissect That Film, Gabriel Lugo, Tammy Lynn Powers Betts, Tom Dowdy. We've already said Chris Magic Man. We don't say that again. Nope. Going over to the tweets, that was the Facebook shares that Joe mentioned. Also, share our stuff on Twitter. We've got Corey Tatum, a.k.a. Wrestling Snapshots. He does get some good wrestling shots. Check him out. Yes, he does. Invasion of the Remake, Mike Mike and Oscar, Geek to Me Radio, David Rojas, Return of the Matt Colby Mac himself. He hey! Has back again to uh, enlighten us on film on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Binge Movies, Nostalgia Cast, Ronnie Castle, Ryan L. Terry, In Session Film, Feelin' Film, Matt Neglia, and maybe or maybe not Joe Batista. I did. He I shared he, it. I shared it. Oh, I, he said it's on he, Facebook. I shared it on I Facebook. I said I'm not refreshing it, so <laughs> apparently Joe would like to get credit because he shared it technically a few seconds before we started recording. So I did. I did it. For what it's worth. If you want it. It, if, now, if you don't think that counts, don't listen to it. That's fair. Just, Just don't, listen to the li- don't listen to it from the link that I shared. Listen to the show. Just not from the yeah. link that I shared. No, you have to. Every time Joe comes on today, you have to mute him because <laughs> that's on you. Count. That's yeah, you got it. That's, it'd be like that Fantastic Four episode all over again. No, this is choose your own adventure. You do it. <laughs> you mute when you want to mute. <laughs> Poor Dan didn't get his did two cents in on that Fantastic Four episode. So Matt, you've joined us on several episodes before. Can you wait? Don't forget. Us? Don't forget YouTube. Well, yeah, YouTube. follow us on YouTube. Uh, Matt. First of all, can you tell them to follow yes. us on YouTube? Yes. Yes. Could you follow on YouTube and sign up for YouTube TV? <laughs> yeah. uh, we're the Real Spoilers channel on YouTube TV. Oh, man, that'd be great. <laughs> so, Matt, regale us with the fine films that you've been on here before. Do you even remember? I think it's only been a couple. Uh, the first one, I think, was Captain America Civil War. Okay. It's a good one. And then after that, it was um, Blade Runner sequel. And then oh, it's not bad. Dune. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, right. some, some, good some, big, some, some big time episodes. Yeah. I was going to say, sometimes Two from the someone... same director, so. Yeah. Villeneuve. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Or, or Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Uh... That's what I would That's what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> so, no, that's great. We always love having Matt on, and he's a friend of the show. He's on the le- in the League of Show Shares that Joe mentioned a lot. And so we're happy to have you back. He's because a, he's this a big is time contributor. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, you're a top fan, I believe. Do you? Did oh, you, yes. I, I got my badge. And did, I was going to say, did you print out your certificate, have it framed? It's a big deal. Top fan on a I should have done that and put that behind me here. You should have. <laughs> so you're our Godzilla expert. So thank you for joining us for this. You're welcome. And his, I mean, he's our Godzilla expert, but hasn't been on any Godzilla episodes. Well, <laughs> that's all right. To be, fair, all right. to be fair, he didn't bump Joel Hodgson. That's fair. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, that, that definitely wasn't going to happen. And I <laughs> Sorry, think the, Joel. Uh, we appreciate a, you wanting. I mean, it's it's cute you want to come on the show, but yeah. we've got Matt. We got Reedy, Matt Reedy, the baby. Godzilla expert. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me. Get off the phone. <laughs> so, Joe, what what's your? Uh, we know Matt's the expert. What's your deal with Godzilla? So, Godzilla was. I mean, when I was a kid, like a kid, like a little kid, those. Godzilla movies were a big part of like my VHS experience, right? Like it was, you go to the, the video store, whether it was uh, the mom and pops places, Blockbuster really didn't show up in St. Louis until like 1993. Can you plug some of the mom and pop stores? I wish I could, man. I wish I could. There was, just, me, just hold on, let me think. That are still around. There was uh, so there was star video mm-hmm. and they, that was like a local mom and pops place. So they had like you multiple just liked the selection behind the curtain though. That well, that was the place where I found the, the curtain. <laughs> That's true. So there was that one. There was uh, Video Village. There was oh man, Movies to Go, and those were like the three that I remember going to as a kid. And you then didn't Blockbuster. Go to Hollywood Video, or were you, I don't you really. Just That's Blockbuster. A, so Hollywood showed up later, mm-hmm. um, and I would go to Hollywood, but their selection wasn't always as good. Like, well, but, you didn't. You didn't get the pirates uh, made for blockbuster. That, that's true. Cut. No, you got the like <laughs> pirates cut. Like that's what that was, the the booty cut, if you will. <laughs> um. So yeah, I would always grab, and you know, there was Godzilla, and then there was like Gamera, which was kind of you know was a Godzilla knockoff. Um. So like those mon- those those old Japanese monster movies were, uh, great. And I would watch them all the time. And I stopped watching them after a while. But Godzilla, I think, is one of those pop culture icons at this point that, I, I don't know. Can you put them up there with Superman and Mickey Mouse and Spider-Man? And I, I think you can. As far pretty, as recognizability? Yeah. Pretty big. Close. Yeah. So, literally big. Yeah, le- legit big. <laughs> So, um, Matt, I need you to start working on your Steamboat Godzilla <laughs> t-shirt. For, you know, that's next, next month. Is it really? Yeah. You, Barry, get your, the public domain. You got to get that design up for us. For put it oh, on our shirts. Oh, be, oh because uh, Steamboat Willie's up? Yeah. yeah. Do it. Do so, it. So, I, I think he is super recognizable. And, and the way that I learned about Godzilla growing up was all the parodies, all the, oh, the references sure, sure. in pop culture, right? I mean, he's just over and over and over he shows up in popular media and i've only seen the original and then all the american oh my god there's so many there's so many movies the the ego girl one you know those are the ones that i've seen uh godzilla versus bambi i haven't seen that one yet you know what Uh oh it's very funny it's it's a quick watch it's about 30 (laughs) seconds (laughs) so i i don't have a large history and that's why we really got to bring matt in and especially if there's references and things because i don't know a lot you know aside from the original and this one to me seems to have a feel very close to the original i don't know if they've ever yeah it does yeah, I don't know if they've ever gone back to that. Like, maybe you could tell us, Matt, a little bit about the, all the movies that came out since Godzilla in what fifty? Was like early fifties? Oh no, nineteen fifty seventy years. Yeah, nineteen fifty six. I think fifty four was fifty four. Yeah, okay, yeah. yes, yeah. 
so yeah, because it's 70th anniversary next year. So yeah, this is this new movie borrows heavily from the first one, but it also borrows heavily from one of the uh, movie came out in 2000. It's got the longest title. You have to forgive me. It's called uh, <laughs> Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters All Out Attack, which is a <laughs> mouthful right. so they call it they call it gmk for short okay so this is almost like a mashup of those two movies oh interesting i didn't realize that sense. yeah it, it borrows as we get into the story i'll explain which parts borrow okay from that. okay and the direct and the director made that clear too in the interviews that that that's his favorite godzilla movie so that's why he uh kind of called back to that one interesting bit. but there's a callbacks to a lot of stuff not godzilla in there, obviously you know, I'm sure you guys noticed all the Jaws references. Jaws. There's I mean, yeah, a the lot first, of Jaws, yeah. The first thing, when he shows <laughs> yeah. up on the boat and they're all on the... I'm like, this feels like Jaws, which was really cool yeah. for a oh, Godzilla yeah. movie. I, like, you've got the, you've got the yeah. doctor, you've got the the captain, and and then you've got uh, your, your main character. But I, I did like that, where they're all kind of on the boat, and I was like, okay, I see what we're doing. I, I'm with it. Yeah. The, o- the only thing that killed me, and I know this is a movie about Godzilla, but when they're firing that huge gun with no ear protection, <laughs> that's got to be so loud, right? It is the 50s, though. So, you know, like I maybe. I know, but when you're right next to a huge caliber gun like that, yeah. I was just thinking like, oh, my gosh. That is funny. I didn't even. I, it just completely took me out of the movie. The, the whole thing, right? The, the giant radioactive lizard didn't bother me, but the <laughs> no ear protection. I, before we get started, I just want to say oh, I, we haven't started yet no oh boy i oh. cannot but be- i cannot believe how incredible this movie is and it, oh, it, like good. it's yeah. I, I i i tweeted that it's it's amazing to see how different uh the american godzilla compared to the japanese godzilla movies are where i think i've said on the other godzilla episodes it's like i don't care about the people like just smash things right like that's what i want to see and then you get this one where you're like, oh, like you're telling, you're telling a story, like you're telling a, a very important story. This movie opens with a kamikaze pilot landing on an island, telling the the people who are the the, the mechanics on the island that his plane malfunctioned, which is why he couldn't carry out his mission. And for those that don't know, kamikaze pilot, they were pilots in the Japanese Air Force that were basically like tied to their plane, and they were just told to dive bomb whatever they could and sacrifice their own life and do as much damage as much as they could. Uh, and this guy, and it was considered a great honor as what they told yes. them to justify <laughs> that kind right. of mission. Right. And by this, the way, did, did his excuse kind of didn't hold water from the get go because if he could fly the plane, right. He not, yes. You know, if he could fly well, to the Island, he probably could have flown to the, wherever he was supposed to ram the plane. Well, I guess the, he was saying that it didn't, it felt like it didn't, feel right and so he wanted to land it before he you know before it stopped working before he could get there or something i mean but yeah i mean the guy he lands and the mechanic the head mechanic (laughs) there is instantly like hey we're not finding anything wrong with this plane your plane looks fine they're on odo island don't they mention odo island in the first movie the very yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. It's in the first movie. Okay, okay. right there from the get, I'm like, this yep. thing is really tying in. Now, now, do we know is this a sequel, a remake? Like, where does this fit in the timeline? I, I think it's just a, a redo. It's a redo. Stand-alone. Okay, that's what I was. Stand- it's a stand. It's a standalone, kind of like with Shin Godzilla before this. Yeah. So I've never standalone. seen that, yeah. and I hear so many. Good oh, shows. that's you great. Should, you should watch so that. So good. It's so good. I know. Last time we mentioned, I said I know Matt Reed is just yelling at his computer <laughs> that I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> But, uh, but that's so so that's good to know too because I couldn't 
I kind of got the feeling it was a remake because it seemed like it was around a similar time period and they don't necessarily, it's not like they mention events happening in the periphery that are going on. Right. They're like, oh yeah, that's happening during the first movie. So, oh, uh, I see probably, what you're saying. You could watch this if you've never seen any Godzilla movies. That's correct. Correct. And I do, you know, it's, it's, I saw this at the draft house as, as I do. Nice. Um, and I got the theater was sold out. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't know that that happens. And this is, it, actually, we should say, this is a foreign film. Like, it's not in English. It's not dubbed. I saw it subtitled. And I don't think that happens anymore. I don't think that a foreign film gets a sold out screening the night it's released right. or no. even or even well, a main release in america like that i mean o- awards wise so we're in oscar that's season, true so, that's true so i mean if you're talking about movies that have a lot of buzz out of the festivals and they open here you might get a big sellout because it's been sure up and people but are clamoring for the i i do think that that you'll get a sellout but it's not the the crowd that i had yeah. which was I mean, it it ran the spectrum of people. Where I mean, there there there's no way I could properly identify. You know, you go to a uh, a foreign film that is up for like you know best foreign flick. You've got a certain crowd at that screening. This is like college kids. They're and... wearing like top hats and monocles. <laughs> yes, and, that's you know, exactly right. They they, they still dress up to go coach. to the, they still dress up to go to the theater yeah. like it's an event. But what this... I mean is, there's some that break out though, like Parasite. Yes. Fair, totally yes. fair. Yeah, that's Parasite's a great call. Box yep. office. I just looked up two hundred and sixty-two million, and that was an art house film that turned did, into. But did that do that post win or pre win? I think pre win. Think... It was really popular. Okay. Yeah, I think they re released it and had a long stay. But but I just mean there are certain films that do break out of that and become even though they're foreign films, they get adopted. You know, here in sure. America, where sure. people are just like, I got to go see this movie and. It's really cool when that happens because there are so many great foreign films that yeah. don't get either don't get theatrical releases or at least a wide release and people just never see them because they're scared I also, off by the subtitles or I, whatever. That's, exa- that's exactly what I was going to say. I do think the subtitles will scare off the quote unquote common movie goer mm-hmm. because it is like it, it's a, it takes a certain you got to change the way you watch a movie sure. when you're doing subtitles with a movie like this, especially. I appreciate that they do all of the, the the talking and the acting and all that stuff, and then when Godzilla shows up, it's just like on the bottom of the screen, it's just screaming like that's right. Like they don't have you know they they let you focus on the the everything that's going on with the big special effects, and I got American filmmakers need to look at this movie and figure out what they how they are what they're using what they're doing because this movie is absolutely stunning cg the, and the you look know what, you know what the budget was for this movie i don't 15 even million that's insane that's it that's crazy <laughs> no that's crazy because that's one tenth of like say the american godzilla movie yeah whether it's this the way godzilla and i will say the way godzilla moves in this is very reminiscent of not the original one but i feel like ones that came later but he does kind of walk like a, a person in a suit. The like the way they make suit. it look, they they yeah. do. When no, they yeah. Go back in the city, and he's like, walk, <laughs> it, it, it looks yeah. like. They, but but the but the quality, right? There's it's, detail. Oh, it's very it's unbelievable. But I like how they did keep the yes. Just a guy in a he's suit got the feel. big. He's got the big thighs, and you know it does mm-hmm. kind of look. Yeah. 
walks slow. He's just kind of even, waddling. Even the, the swimming scene where the jaw scene where he's going after the boat. Yeah. Even oh, that man, that's awesome. Kind of like a, it kind of looked like a suit. Sure. You know what I mean? It's it, so cool. It, it didn't though. look that, CGI to me. I was just, that, wow, this looks pretty good. Yeah, they got this giant lizard. That's pretty good. When, when he pops yeah. out of the water. Oh, man. You know, and you see just the face and all the detail. And he's huge yeah. because at that point, now we've jumped way ahead. But I think that there was another H-bomb dropped and it like, supercharged him. And so it, he became right. massive. If you want to go back to where you started where he was on Odo Island. He was a smaller version. He wasn't radioactive. On yeah, that, that which I thought scene. was interesting yeah. because I was like, because in the first <laughs> one, he's just huge, right? right. He doesn't grow right. in the first one. Yes, so, correct. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot in between and I'm sure there's different I think versions actually, all throughout. To, to Kevin, to that point, I think it's on HBO Max. I think doesn't HBO Max has the Criterion mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So the, the original one is yeah. is there. It is, uh, which yeah. I think is kind of fun. But he doesn't. But he doesn't uh, grow. He's he's big when he's on Odo Island. He's big the whole. Yeah, time. yeah. So I thought yeah, this I mean, is this... interesting because he's big, right? He's big. I'm not saying it's not a massive dinosaur like they call right. him. Basically, like he's right. he's huge, but he's not building smashing. Correct. Know, the, right. And so it was interesting how it started like that, and then we see as years go on, basically the main character is the oh, one of two survivors. I was going to say soul survivor, right? There's, there's two of them, the head mechanic guy yes, who really lays it on thick about blaming him. For, when, man, when he gives him that stack of pictures, and, I know, man. Yeah. And, and I, what I yeah. like about it, and this is what, this is the other thing about this movie is the original, the original movie deals with, topics about like japanese fear like the atomic fear all of that stuff is is woven into that movie where it's not you know i think it's not just what the movies became where it is just smashy smash and nobody really cares but that first one does have like a lot of um tone and message that's not carried over and this one is the same thing this is this deals with a lot of um survivor's guilt uh ptsd um you know, there's there's all of these different tones, trauma, uh, tra- lots of trauma. I mean, the whole thing is this uh, Kochi, I think, is the main character's Koichi? name. Koichi, yeah. Koichi, okay. And so he's yeah. dealing with basically, and again, the mechanic who I think Sozaku, I, I don't I, know if I'm pronouncing I can't that right. Re- I don't but, remember the mechanic. But same uh, yeah, he's only in it for, he's kind of bookends the movie, but yeah. he basically blames Koichi for, for getting everyone killed because, I mean, which. I think very is clearly ridiculous. Yeah, him not. I mean, obviously because Godzilla is involved and stuff, but <laughs> him when his plane like there's no. Well, I think he blames but... him for not pulling the trigger. Right, like that's the thing is right. So, he froze when he had the chance to shoot. Yeah, Which Godzilla, Godzilla attacks the Which, attacks yeah, this I, island, and I guess the the survivor's guilt is more later. But but we know that if Koichi didn't fire on Godzilla, that didn't make a difference. It wasn't going to matter. It, it was he's impenetrable. Yeah. His his gun would not have done anything. But he blames him, and then like Joe said, he throws the the pictures of all the family of the people that died, and and uh, you know really messes with him. And so he goes home to a just totally demolished uh, Tokyo. Yeah, but it's not yes. it's not because of Godzilla. Like they they're still no, dealing the with war, the aftermath the of yes right. of of the bombs yeah. and the fire raids and all that stuff. And this is where he goes back and townspeople are blaming him because he they know he's a kamikaze pilot. Yep. And he comes back and it's like, wait, you survived? And yep. and you know, and he gets all that crap for it being dishonorable and, and then that woman that becomes one of the main oh, characters, man. she said that if you would have done your job, then my kids would still be alive. Oh, which God. again <laughs> that's more like where it's like, okay, him not doing that 
did not correlate to no town being destroyed. But I mean, you could see like that, you know, that that whole village was destroyed. And I like he walks up to his home and he was like, where are my parents? Did my parents survive? And she's like, no, you idiot. (laughs) Um, They they just keep heaping it on him. Right. You know, first guilt for not doing his mission. Right. Not killing Godzilla guilt. For I'm not here for my now my parents are dead and everybody else is mm-hmm. blaming me for this. So yeah, and so the while he's trying to you know walk around this this town he and he walks through this you know like a, a market a, and he runs he sees these cops are chasing this woman uh, who is a thief they call her thief she's stealing something and they she she puts this bait like does she, does she hand him the baby she's like yeah. here take this and he's just like what the fuck uh, and he's it's this tiny baby now. I there's something about this child that did not sit with well with me. Hmm. I think there are moments where that child's face is CG'd. Really? I don't know well, that's for sure. Okay. I can't like I just there would be moments where her her reaction to things like hmm. just didn't like, there was something there. Uh now I could be wrong. And it, well, she, she was could, very. She little. could just she's be a, a very, child, right? She's a very little child actor, and I think to get someone that young to, you know, they didn't age like it doesn't flash forward that much. Like she's no. a little. When you see her yeah. standing there, I yes. mean, she is tiny. I would she say is, she's probably like two, two, right? Yeah. It's, it's so, so they don't usually have actors that young. I mean, you're either a baby or you're like five, six. You sure, can say sure. where you can so, take direction. I do think that they basically like, they got her to cry one time. And they're like, that's it. That's the shot where she cries. <laughs> Film some other stuff around it real quick. You know what I mean? Because how you can't really get a kid right. that young to do all, to read lines on demand and everything. So I'm sure there was some manipulation of how it was edited to or, yeah, her reactions I think that's and fair. everything. But that's fair. I thought she, I, I mean, I thought she that, had some, some gut punch of, a, of scenes though. I'll tell you that. Having, having a kid yeah. like that in in these scenes really added a lot of heart and a lot of emotion to the which film. Is, and, which is kind of going back to my point where did I really care about Juliette Binoche getting blown up in a thing? Who's she and where what she was, was she in? She was in the first the first she was uh, Brian Cranston's wife in the first one. Yeah, oh, and did yeah, I care I about Brian Cranston? Not really. I don't remember any of those. But I like I but in this one like they spend time with these characters and i'm invested i'm invested in all of them we've talked about this before though too joe is that there's a lot of movies that especially action movies where they think oh all we need to do is make stuff blow up right right? and like you know yes i know people want to see explosions and fighting and car chases and all that but if you don't care about the characters there's no stakes correct if it doesn't matter if they'll live or die you're not on the edge of your seat going whatever even though i know in most of these movies for the most part, they're not going to end the movie with, and all the main characters die. Like, you know that they're going to get out of it somehow, but the best movies, I think, are the ones that either, you you know, you're pretty sure of what's going to happen, but you're still tense and, and you know, yeah. worried for the characters, or the movies, especially where you know the ending and somehow they still get you to care, and a lot of that is through the characterization, and you care about the people. Right, and that's what this one does. They mm-hmm. spend so much time with everybody. They give everybody ample screen time to where you're invested in everyone even even Quint the, and brody that's just, <laughs> yeah <laughs> what did they call him here they called him doc and doc and doc and kid and captain. uh captain yeah. yeah captain that was it um so yeah so he ends up like this this woman hands him this child and he's walking through initially he's gonna put the baby down but then he doesn't because he feels 
responsible for a child, which is fair. Um, and he's walking back to the market, and this this girl pops back up, and she's like, "Oh, thanks," and she takes the baby, and they end up like kind of building this family unit that's not based in love. It's well, maybe not on initially, right? Like he said, he he lets her stay in his house because she's a baby and this woman needs help. And now as t- so this movie starts in 1945, right? I believe so. And yeah, then at the, at the end of the war. Yeah. yeah, so then we jump like a couple, you know, a couple years to 1947, which is where this movie mostly takes place. And in that time, uh, our main character gets a job, you know, he, it's it's the scare it's a scary job, but he gets paid like 3 grand uh, up front, up front, and she's like, "What well, are you doing?" Three thousand yen. Well, that's so true. I guess I was thinking, yeah, that's fair. I mean, which I know. I don't know goes, what the conversion rate was back then. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't a lot good <laughs> then than now, but but it's also not three thousand dollars. It's 3, no, that's yen. right. It's three thousand yen. But that's for fair. them, I mean, you're talking about considering he had nothing. He's that's, out of work. You know, better, he has yeah. nothing, right. right? So it was a big upfront payment. And then she's like, "Why would they just give you this money?" He's before like, you do "Well, well." So he's a minesweeper. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. So he the the Americans and the Japanese have have littered the the coastline with mines and what they're the captain and the doc and the kid and our main character what their job is is to find the mines cut them loose from wherever they're tethered and then use this machine gun to shoot the mine from far enough away it's a very quiet 1947 machine gun. very quiet yes right. they do, they makes it's got a silencer Stealth. on it it's fine it's a, yeah a <laughs> um, i did like that that was the excuse why it's a rickety old wooden boat Yes, the lines are magnetized. Yeah. yeah, he gets on the boat, and they're like, "Why?" Well, because at first he's like, "Yeah, there's a specialized boat they built that can't be detected by mines." <laughs> and then they go to it, and he goes to the dock, and there's <laughs> yes, these two wooden, boat. old wooden boats. But then, but then Doc <laughs> explains, he's like, "Well, a lot of the mines are magnetic, and they'll cling to boats. That's how they get them." And so he's like, "This is wooden." So and they were like, "Okay." I mean, um, they weren't wrong. They weren't wrong. So. I'm trying to. Th- do they see? Has a boat already been attacked in the water, or is? It, I think the, this is when it's already gone up a couple years. By this point, it was after the. You don't see the boat attack until after he's mutated. Yeah. So yeah, is, you don't. They see show anyone. the. They show the bikini atoll uh, test. And that's right. That's right. That's right. Quick cut. Of, you see a quick cut underwater of him getting mutated, mm-hmm. and then that's when they run across. And then the he comes back and attacks yeah. them. Right. Because this is their, they've got these mines. So basically, well, there's a su- there was a foreign sub, right? A U.S. sub, and they or didn't they say like, why are we? Coming yes, to- that's right, that's right. Why are we looking at this thing? It doesn't make any sense. Either way, we've got now we see Godzilla. We earlier when he when our main character was on Odo Island, he was sitting by the water and he sees these dead like deep sea fish. And I, I do, do they like have eggs coming out of their mouth. What is that? I, I don't know. Really they understand. were weird looking, weren't they? Right. Was, there's always like a, really a sack in the front. That I just I thought know. they were just weird under, you know, the the advantage of like stuff so far underwater is, it's is like you can make up whatever yeah. you want because we, we're never going <laughs> to see it. Like, it's, you, you don't want to see it. Uh, yeah, I don't have know. You thank seen you. Those, those pictures of like those, those crazy nightmare glowing. The angle, the angler fish. Yeah, there's no thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, t- screw jaw. Whatever. I mean, who cares about jaws? I don't want to get in the sea with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go yeah. about uh, three feet off the coast. That's as far as yeah. I'm going. Um, so that's kind of like the warning sign that Godzilla is coming. 
so our characters we they see the the these same fish pop up uh and of course our main character's like oh man ring the bell ring that bell and this is where we see like the traditional godzilla like we see him pop out of the water and i will say so cool looking like the fact that they give him like real eyes is a million times scarier like just that when you see him like from like it i'm gonna say like yeah. nose but like it, basically his eyes pop up over the water i got that was scary that's a like, great it, scene it was, it, this film uh, the cinematography is really good and the cg blends in where it doesn't i mean it's not necessarily like it's super ultra realistic like you can tell that it's cg right. but it blends in really well yes. with the movies so it doesn't take you out of it where we get a lot of bad cg here that takes us out of you know with the, the big, big superhero movies that are 250 million dollar budget you know i have to mention mark ruffalo's head in the hulk uh, i mean, I mean would, come on wouldn't be a cg discussion without it yeah right right, right. Uh, but uh you know we get all these the it doesn't match right the lighting lighting is so important and it just takes you out in this movie godzilla really does feel like he blends in with the surroundings so and it's during the day a lot like that that's right that, yes. which is that attack yeah. on on the town mm-hmm. on on I don't remember what it was called. Just, just a uh, part of Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's a. Ta- it's not you know like Ginza. in. Uh, Ge- is that what it is? Ginza. Ginza. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But it's not like Pacific Rim where it's in the day. It's at night and it's raining. It's oh, this is straight right. up daytime and he is yeah. wrecking the out of this town like it's. But back it, to the boats. So yeah. But, yeah. He, right. Right. He takes oh, yeah, yeah. out their other boat, the other wooden boat. Right. No, he takes out like the the warship. Well, that comes later, but I believe, unless that's later in the movie, yeah, but they've got no, the two... Yeah, I think you're right. It was two yeah. boats, and the one said they was going to come in to help, and immediately just smashes it. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> so, and so, yeah, they, they, they're, they, Godzilla's got them dead to rights, basically, and then this huge battleship comes out of nowhere yes. and starts blasting them, because then Doc explains, like, oh, they wanted us to buy them time so the big warship could get to Godzilla. Oh, that's right. And he realizes they're yeah. fodder. They're, I yes. mean, they're essentially kamikaze boats at this point correct they're they're just bait for him and uh but the big naval ship comes out and starts blasting with these rounds and takes it out immediately well it almost seems like they're gonna do something right like at first godzilla's like blown back and you're like oh wow he's getting kind of beat up here but then the smoke (laughs) clears or whatever he's like yeah no no and just just picks up tears the other here we have the other one of the other jaws things where he has the mind in his mouth the, that was the other like one the, yeah the, smile the, the, you the son of a bitch so they, yeah. They, yeah exactly so they <laughs> shoot the mind blows up half his face and you see it immediately regenerates and they're like oh well you know that's not is, gonna work is right. that a common godzilla thing the regeneration thing? yeah they've had that in other ones uh okay. shin godzilla had that a lot actually so and okay, if i'm I, I wondered if i'm yeah mad if correct if i'm wrong which i probably am the godzilla that we see in the original movie is not the same Godzilla that we see later, right? You mean in other movies? Yes. This is correct. This is correct. Anyone since then is a different one. Oh, wow. Yeah, some some movies reference the original, Mm -hmm. some don't. Okay. So they they, call him Godzilla even if he's not the original Godzilla? That's correct. Yes. That's his every, genus every and species, one, his Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all Godzilla. Not he's not the Godzilla, yeah. he's a Godzilla. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, there's a and a lot of the movies will reference the nineteen fifties one yeah. as original Godzilla. Actually the uh in the 
they call it Millennium Area, the ones that were made in the 2000s. The Mecha Godzilla then was built. This is so bizarre. It was built around the bones of the original Godzilla, and then the the the, the gimmick in this is that his spirit is also in there and kind of <laughs> takes control <laughs> of it. Okay. You know, it's it's yeah. There's there's really weird stuff that happens. That's there. awesome. But, uh, that's yeah. like yeah. that's I love that kind of stuff. So we do get the Jaws reference where they're releasing the the mines that they have already on um, the boat, and one of them doesn't work. Like the the little trigger is gone. So our our main character is kind of a crack shot. So he he lines up his shot and he takes the shot and he blows up this mine in Godzilla's mouth and like like Matt said, it blows half of his face off. But then it regenerates. Very cool looking effect. It is very cool. So Godzilla does then attack the the warship and just obliterates it. And I do like that our three characters are like, huh, that's not good. Um, oh, by the way, this was a new effect that I've not seen in a previous Godzilla movie where his atomic beam causes a mushroom cloud. I was going to ask, it, time it hits. which I've I thought was insanely that was, that was effective and a little, yeah. you know, it's definitely sending a, a, a visual message uh, from what happened over in that country. Really uh, cool effect of how he charges that up. I was so going to ask the same thing. Is that a thing? That's that, new to that. I've never seen it that was before. Like, That's pretty cool. Yeah, his effect. I mean, it goes all the way from his tail, the base, and the spines pop up one after another, pop and up. they start glowing yeah. blue. Yeah. And then out of his mouth, you know, and, and it's cool because this is foreshadowing for later when it charges up. But you see, like, his body's charging up, but the beam comes out of his mouth. Yes. So it all charges. It and, was awesome. Yeah, really, really cool looking because they zoom in on those spines. <laughs> yeah. They're like, and it's 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 a great like tension building too because if you obviously if you know. Godzilla, you know what he can do or what that you know, his special power is. His heat ray is that the technical term for it? I think it's, uh, I think it's more like atomic breath. That's what okay. I'm calling it. Yeah. But I remember in yeah. the uh, according to Wikipedia, it's a heat ray. So I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, there we go. We'll, we'll call <laughs> it. A heat Wikipedia ray. is never wrong. Exactly. Um, yeah, we'll call it a heat ray. I remember in the 2014 America, the legendary movie. I remember Dan saying, I completely forgot that he could do that because he doesn't do it until the very end of the movie when he like mm. grabs that other uh, kaiju or motu, I guess is what they call him in this. And he like rips his jaws open and he shoots the atomic oh, goes right down the throat, shoots the yeah. atomic breath like was, down into his throat. Was a cool shot. It but was a cool shot. I mean, that's the money shot, right? That's exactly I, that, it. You don't usually blow that at the beginning of the movie. And so it's no. cool that this movie doesn't necessarily have to tiptoe around. I mean, they choose not to like say, oh, when's he going to use his heat ray? It's right. like, wow, we use it right in like the first 30 minutes or whatever. That was pretty dope. Get into the action. Yeah. So it's, it shows you how formidable of an opponent Godzilla is going to be. And, and you'd think how on earth they ever going to, not only does he have all these powers, he's massive, but he regenerates. Right. Like right. at this point, I'm like, how, what, what are we how gonna... are they ever you know so that's the big question which... where's raymond burr when you need him that's what i say <laughs> um so by our... the way do you remember what his character's name was in that movie no steve martin it's it's kind of funny to hear it now and can... <laughs> that's funny <laughs> when that's you so watch good. it they're like we're going to steve martin i'm like what steve martin so in the in godzilla 1985 right like that's a re-edit do they that's a remake Oh, okay, he, okay. He gets it. 1985 is a remake, and that's why they brought Raymond, Raymond Burr in to be the same character, yeah. right? 
Same character. Got yes. it. This movie balances the action. It's good they feed you action yes. every once in a while, but but really it is character driven and about this relationship and this family that they've built over the years. And so he goes back home and things are kind of tough because he's talking with the guys uh, one night at dinner and uh, what are they celebrating? A birthday or something? What are I, they? Or he got a. I don't remember. I can't remember what they're celebrating. I'm just totally blanking on it. But yeah, they're eating dinner, and every it's 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 you know Captain and Kid and Doc are are all there, and uh, you know, and then the family at at their home. Oh, he's bought a house, right? He's no, 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 no. He's he's it's the same house, but they've he just renovated they renovated the whole thing. Yes, you're right. Yes, it's it's huge. Rebuilt it. They were in a shed basically, and now it's a a house. It's a house. Yeah, and so they're kind of having, I guess, a housewarming party and celebrating and everything. And uh, then they're like, oh someone says something about the girl his, says his the, wife well the the girl calls him dad she says dad dad yeah, and he's like I, I, I'm, not I'm not your dad i'm not your daddy and the and the oh, guys are like later though i'm talking about the guy says something about oh her cooking and all this and and he says oh don't covet and and he's like oh yes you're right he's yeah. like i'm not married and they all look at him because they see who they presumed was his wife a child they're like what what is happening here and he and just kind of like, says he's like they uh, i collected them kind of yeah. like and then, <laughs> yeah and then she says something about daddy and he goes i told you i'm not your daddy and they all look at him which Man. rightfully so i'm like dude which actually I, on, which is one kid. of the things that i do appreciate is those those guys immediately are like hey like you can't what say you that. Doing? Like that yeah. could be damaging to her. Like what's wrong with you? And he's like, I mean, it was heartbreaking. And, I, and- I kind of took, but I kind of took it that he's got so much shame on him that he doesn't absolutely. Want her I think you're absolutely. I think you're absolutely. I think, but Do also you- we get okay. the lines later where he says, "My war isn't over yet." Like he's he's got he he's got he all. Move, of- he can't move on. Correct. Yeah, until correct. Yeah. I just took it. I mean, that's an interesting read. I just took it as that he's just so messed up. I didn't think of him purposely like trying to protect her. I I, I feel like he was being a jerk, but like he's dealing with a lot of stuff. I I understand. I think it's all of the above. I think you're that, both, yeah. Kevin. You're both right. Yeah, I think it's very easy <laughs> to see. Right. <laughs> I mean, you see from the beginning all the guilt he has, and then people laying it on him, and he feels responsible for all these deaths, and and he just doesn't feel like he even deserves to have yes. a happiness and a family, and so he can't accept them as his family because he's not worthy of that. And and I totally get like not wanting to bring shame on them. So no, I think uh, I think I think you're absolutely right. And but because th- there's a scene later when. Uh, he goes to visit his parents and he he has another breakdown. He's like, why basically says I, I it's okay for me to be happy or to me to be okay. And his life kind of moves forward. He doesn't really like, you know, he, he embraces his role as a father to this child. He kind of embraces his role as a partner to this woman. And then out of, as things are be are beginning to be okay, um, the, the, the woman like says, I'm, I'm leaving, like I'm going to get a job and you know, I just, des- I because deserve of what he said. Yeah. I mean, he totally, oh, you think I, so? don't think she, I don't think she was moving away. I think she just got a job, right? Oh, see, I thought like, you, I took it as like, you, I, you helped us for so long. Ba- she's get- I think the neighbor was going to babysit. While she That's you're right. Job. Yeah. You're but right. She says, you're yeah. not going to be able to find a wife and move on with me holding you back. I think her goal oh, was to get okay. enough money to move out, to afford a to house. She was, yes. okay. she was Got trying it. to, that's, you know, and, and it's because of the way he acted at that dinner. And, it was so heartbreaking for him to treat them this way. And again, I get where he's at and why, but the same 
and you know, at the same time, you've got this little child and this woman, and then she sees them as this family and he is just totally dismissing them. And so she's like, okay, well, yeah, I get it. Like I'm basically, I'm not wanted here. I need to let you move on with your life. You right. don't want to be with us. We're a burden and all this. And you know, he kind of is like, Oh wait, no, that's like, not what I meant. What like, done, right, 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 right. You know, um, but she's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. And so she goes off to get a job in Tokyo in the city. Yeah. And that is when Godzilla decides to return. And this is the big this is the big set piece. Like, I think this is the big set piece, right? Like, right. this is very traditional Godzilla. So our main character is sitting at home, and he's there's alerts coming in. That this Koichi. Co- his name is Koichi. Koichi, thank you. Godzilla is marching towards this coastline of Tokyo, which happens to be the, the town that there's Eureka. a... I, yeah. Noriko. Moriko. Yeah. Noriko. Uh, Noriko. And- I think there's a great scene where she's on like a train and it's a reflection of Godzilla <laughs> walking towards the coast <laughs> and she like it's you see it it's you see his reflection in the in the in the glass in the window and she's just like oh that's Godzilla and then all hell breaks I think it was loose. Even posed as, I think it was even posed as a question. It said, is that Godzilla? Which is kind of funny. Like, well, what else is it? You know? Well, the, the train at first, doesn't it run into Godzilla or something? He he chomps on it. You get a really good shot before that of you don't see him. You just see a bus go flying by in front of it. Yes. Uh, where he's basically just been kicking everything in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, he, he chomps crashes. on the train. And they all slide to one end, and they're like, oh, what? that was weird. What was that? And then yeah. the train stopped. And then you see, and I love how it focuses, another great shot. Like you're saying, like you kind of see, but you can't really. But like, you know, the way glass, like focusing through glass, and you see a reflection mm-hmm. of the inside, and then it goes to outside, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's Godzilla. <laughs> that's Godzilla. <laughs> it's in his mouth. And he yeah. picks, him up, yeah. picks it up, and then she's got the scene. Now, I don't remember her being a gymnast. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> she is insane, definitely like the way like, she <laughs> a bar falling down through the yeah, train, right? Like a uncharted, like uncharted. Like uncharted. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's or, just uh, kind the, of fun. the last Mission Impossible too. Yeah, but it's like in 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 the Lost World Jurassic Park when that girl swings on the bars and kicks the <laughs> yes. raptor. It's been established she's a gymnast, right? It's a silly right. moment, but it's like, oh, that was funny because she's a gymnast, so she did a gymnast attack. Right. When she falls and catches the bar and hangs around. There's like, a, I think there's a way to do that scene where, like, instead of catching it with her hands, maybe she just, like, fall, like her arm, like, she catches falls it with, like, it. her armpits, right, right, like, right. falls I, onto it. I yes. It no, very sure, sure. Again, it's not a huge deal, but I did think, like, Wow, she's, that's very talented <laughs> to be falling and catch a and bar catch it with your and, and hands. not slip, right? And then to hold on to it. But right. Anyway. So, yeah, she, she ends up surviving this initial attack, and she's running uh, through the, the, the streets she of Tokyo. She into the water and then swims yeah. into the street. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I would have stayed in that water. Like, I feel like that may have been a better option well, than right, trying to run through the, the streets. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing with the Godzilla movies, right? They're always running in a straight line down yes, the street. Yes, correct, correct. Godzilla. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and before they do, or at least one of them does, I'm like, go in those alleys, <laughs> go to the right, go and to the then, left, and then they do. So, so she runs into so um, Koichi shows up, like she yeah, she falls down, and yeah. uh, he kind of shows and up. Only and, in the movies can you find two people. Correct. Yeah, you're little, looking for the you know, one person you're looking for. In a huge for. city, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're running together, and they realize. I think they both realize that they're not. This isn't going to work. Uh, so as Godzilla, uh, this is the first time we do see the atomic breath is this is the scene where he charges it and he unleashes it into the city 
uh, and he but hits. I do think this is frustrating, but it's also human nature, and I understand to stand there and watch it. But they were in the alleyway; they could have. No, no, no. Away. They were on the they were on the street. They're standing because yeah, they're perpendicular to it. She pushes him no, into the I alley. Know, but I know, but it's there. What I'm saying is, they oh, stood sure, there sure, and sure. watched. All they had to do was run away down the alleyway and so but they stood there and watched and so it's a little frustrating because like you guys could have escaped you could have easily in the 30 seconds you stood there and watched right i mean she pushed him and he was good you know so i just it's a little bit uh you know kind of convoluted plot wise uh, just have them stand there and watch (laughs) and then oh it's tough though i do i do wonder like you know it's it that'd be a thing like uh, as a person as a what would I do in that situation? I know, and that's what I'm saying. I kind You're of watching the a, nature of it. It's a skyscraper-sized lizard right. unleash atomic breath. You're like, holy, what is happening? I know. So maybe um, they're frozen like a deer in the headlights. That's exactly it. Yeah. Right. So this town, this this village, this part of Tokyo, has gone through a rebuilding process in the last two years, and they've rebuilt this entire thing and the and the town. And then well, here comes Godzilla and just another. destroys <laughs> the entire thing again. So there Start is a, all over. That's a, but there is like a heartbreaking moment where like they tell you that this town was ravaged during the war and they've mm-hmm. rebuilt it, and now you're watching Godzilla destroy it again. Uh, what like two Those years, guys, two or three years later? Exposition news on the <laughs> on the rooftop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's great. Like I, you know, it's it's so well done, and the just the way they film this thing, where it's you basically see the atomic bomb go off in the distance, and then there's just the aftershocks of everything that's coming, and it's destroying everything in its path. And Noriko pushes Kuichi like into the alley. And then she and then gets, she gets sw- wiped out. swept up in the thing. So not so this life that Koichi has built is now destroyed again. Should have tackled him into the alley. See, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you can right. push, yeah. she is super strong. She pushed him with one arm into the alley. She Correct. held on to the. Th- she might have super strength. She may have. <laughs> uh, uh, well, spoilers. That might explain. Might explain later on. Yeah. 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 Um. So now our main character is completely broken. That this was the final yeah. straw. This is it. And we find out that Doc is like this brilliant military scientist. And I do like that the, 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 the captain's just like, you've been you've done this the whole time. And he's like, well, you know, I didn't really want to bring it up like a, the war was done with me and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So they've devised this plan. And oh, before you get into that, just want to mention this is kind of unique to this movie. Government's not there to help. This is all that is true. coming together. Mm-hmm. They made it clear that uh, America won't help, and then they made it clear that the Japanese gov- military won't help either. Because yeah, of, they're so worried about the Soviets. <coughs> right? So, or the Soviet seems like a, seems like a weird excuse, but yeah, I, I like that though. <laughs> I liked that they gave them a reason for why the military isn't intervening. And post-war, yeah. after going through this, I could see them being like, "Yeah, we're not going to." even make any attempt like we're trying to stage another war or get revenge or you know whatever like i get that they're like we're laying low right like we're not gonna do anything and interfere and so the citizens so basically the retired navy is and and the retired general in the navy is saying that hey we're the only ones that can do this because we're retired we're not in the military so it won't be seen as an act of aggression or misconstrued they're going to give us four retired warships that uh or you know we're we're decommissioned decommissioned and heading to wherever and they'll turn them around and let us use them but this is interesting too instead of the whole town just being like yeah let's go get them they're like this is crazy we just survived (laughs) the war and you want us to go fight and 
<laughs> I do like that the 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 guy asks in the like the the town hall meeting. He's like, I can't force you to do it, and like five or six guys are like, Cool, and they see walk ya. Up, right? I know. <laughs> it, it, it was very realistic in that. Good regard, luck. You usually get the big movie scene where everyone's just like rah rah, and you get that at the end. But but I like how people were actually like, yeah, I'm out. This is yeah, crazy. no, thank you. I don't want anything to do with that. But so the plan, this the is plan the plan is interesting. I thought the plan that the that Doc comes up with, I've never seen. It's not let's load a bomb, blow up, it up, drop it through this and whatever. It's like wow, using the pressure of the ocean, we're going to use. Uh, what, we're going to sink him. But using like it was, uh, they, they used, it was Freon. Freon using yeah. Freon because of its density or whatnot is going to pull him down to the depths of the ocean where the pressure. And if that doesn't work, the he's going to inflate with a, a huge balloon and bring him to the top. And that change in pressure will then make him explode. So I did like that he had a backup plan. I yeah, like the back- I liked like we're not gonna, we're not gonna you know, we're not gonna do everything on this one. Thing yeah, he had point. a plan B, which I which but it was wasn't. Good. Oh, and if this doesn't work, we're gonna drop a bomb on him, right? Like it just the, the using pressure, using the ocean, and I thought they were trying to, try to freeze him. I thought the freon no. and going to the and bottom of the ocean the, was trying it, to freeze him. I think the freon. I think they said something about the freon made the water around him dense it would make him okay sink. okay that it would makes just make sense. him sink but but the pressure it's because that's why diver you know the the bends or whatever you know you have to yeah. compress you can't you know and if you go well i mean you know with that boat that submarine right i mean yeah. if you no, get a little I mean, if you're down that deep and you get a little change in pressure like a hole boom. the whole thing implodes because it can't take that pressure and so right um, right they're they're trying to make him go down so deep that the, even though he's huge and obviously extremely strong the the ocean is stronger they in theory and i liked it too that they're like well then if he comes back up the decompression or whatever will explode him should should explode him right this so they figured out that they've never carried out this no. experiment yet. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a way to run a test run. On this no, time. no. So they they find like this deepest part of the of the coast of the coastline where they can kind of lure him into this spot, and then kind of Empire Strikes Back him, where they have two these two boats that are that have the, the Freon charges like around them, and they're just going to like circle him. So that yeah. it again, basically this is, it wraps again, like a reminds belt. me of Jaws. It makes me think of the, yes. the barrels. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's, he's going to wear these Freon charges like a belt, but they have to get him into this certain spot for this to work. So they're so, going to rope him with their little boats like they do the mine sweeping, that, basically. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it does remind me of like the, the TIE fighters circling the, the AT-ATs. Oh, yeah. And making yeah. him fall, Tripping like them. fall yeah. straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our main character realizes this is his opportunity. He has to, like, I can end this. I can, the only way we can do this, if you can get me a plane, I can, like, lure him. And they find this experimental plane that they only made, like, six of. But the one they found does not work. And they, the doc, doc basically says, do you know anyone that could fix a plane? He's like, I got a guy. But, <laughs> I don't know if but they can't, see me, but. <laughs> yeah, but they can't find him. So he ends up, like, doing all of this. That's like, so a coup. N- Yes, that's the guy from the very the, beginning the of the mechanic, movie. Mechanic, yeah. He said he he ends up writing all of these letters and basically says what happened on Odo Island is your fault. If you had been a better leader, like none of this would have been. basically taunting him. And then this guy shows up and he knocks out our Koichi and kind of gives you know him what the, I like the guff. Quick, though? I just want to stop 
real quick because what I like when we talk about realism and as much realism as you can have in a giant Godzilla movie, but I like that they at least try to make it seem like certain things exist in a real world. So when he goes to the office and he says, I'm trying to locate someone and they go, we're, we're pretty busy here. We're pretty backed up. Everyone's trying to locate people from the war and the Godzilla attack and everything. And he's right. like, but this is very important. And he's like, there's everyone is, everyone <laughs> says this is very important. You know, like I like that he didn't just walk in and they're just like, oh yes, we have this on the registry right here. We found him. You know, they, they act like you're crazy, dude. There's all these people get in line. We'll start the hunt in a few weeks or whatever. Maybe and that's, and that's where he gets the idea of, I'm just going to write everybody and see if this yeah. guy turns up. So it was, <laughs> and I, he does I like that, that, that they played it a little more realistic. They, they've done the, uh, the, the whole, you know, bureaucracy and red tape messing mm-hmm. up. If, again, not to derail off this, but if you watch Shin Godzilla, a lot of that movie's about that, about which division is in charge mm-hmm. of taking care of him. You know, oh, so. interesting. It's about it's, taking care of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, they're like, well, it's not my problem. It's he's a, in yeah. the water. Now it's this <laughs> right. department. Now he's on land. Now it's this person's problem. It's because actually really funny. That's what would happen in real life. I, yeah. Isn't that a, isn't that a, isn't that a plot point in one of the Fargo seasons where like the guy the, they find a body that's on like that could be considered like the state line? So they're like, I don't know, that could be this guy's case, or right. half the body's on this side. So that's kind of my case too. I don't know. That's the um, one with they, yeah, uh, the, Godzilla yeah. and Gamera are teaming up. They're the two main <laughs> characters. They can't. They can't do that. No, no cross promotion from those two. <laughs> the guy shows up, and basically, Koichi says, "Look, I can't stop. Like this is this is this is it for me. This is the end of my my, my war isn't over yet." Which I think is a great line. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells that to the woman Noriko at first, which I oh, that's really right, yes, that's right, that's right. She's like, she's like, what? Why can't you? You know, we can be happy here or whatever. And he says, my war isn't over. My, it's my a nice war isn't over. Callback later, you know. It is a great callback. Yeah. So basically, the 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 mechanic says, fine, like I'll I'll fix this plane, and you can uh, finally but, do the honorable thing. You he and he plays says, it I'm very gonna. Much so he like, does. Yes, you got to do this. Yeah. And that's what he does. And they fix this plane, and they've got this plan. Uh, and they leave it, the little girl with the neighbor and money. He does. Like basically. he has a really good, you know, talk with her and with the little girl. And then there's oh, a man, when she draws him that picture and then uh, and gives it to the mechanic, all the, the people's families that died and then leaves him with the only picture he has of the family, which is the crayon drawn. Yes. Picture. Yes. What a great and I, moment. It's, it's funny. Like there's, there was a moment. So the, the, the mechanic is basically laying out what, they took out a bunch of fuel tanks and they added bombs instead of fuel. You know, they this base this is basically a flying bomb is what this thing is going to be because uh, Koichi's plan is he's going to fly this plane into the mouth of Godzilla and he took out blow all his the head off and everything and had him retrofit it with the bomb. Yeah, he's got the machine guns, but he's got bombs and you know there's less fuel in the in the plane it's just so they could fit more stuff in it. And um, so there's a conversation that happens. Where the the mechanic's like, look, if you're ready to arm this bomb, you pull this lever, and the camera pans away, and you could see them having a conversation, and I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, the, didn't, I didn't get man. This movie I, to I, me it was really good at planting that. It stuff hit it. It hit I, it very well. Yeah, I got it. And I'll I'll, do, I'll just explain how I figured out why he was whispering to him. You saw the Dark Knight Rises. Well, I know that 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 too, but earlier. I think it was Doc that was giving the speech of like, hey, screw nationalism. We don't have to die. Can we yes. do, 
You know I mean, there's no yes. re- there's no honor in dying. So, you know, they said, you know, we we outfitted all of our planes with no ejector seats. And I don't know if you noticed when uh, the mechanic was working on the plane, the seat was in German. It was like a German I didn't thing. notice that. Interesting. Yeah. So I think that was the. You know, hint, hint. This has an ejector seat. Okay, you know? oh, okay. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good that's a good catch. Yeah. Um. So our plan is uh, we we begin the plan, right? Godzilla's coming. Um. Koichi jumps in the plane and he takes off. And I got to tell you, you know, I, we've talked about how in the first Avengers that theme is kind of meh, right? Like it's not it it doesn't have the same impact. In that first one, that it I mean, does I would call have Alan Silvestri's theme, but, meh, but okay, they planted it. They did, and it's I think theme, they do it. But it's a good theme, but it didn't have like the impact that it does in Endgame, right? Like when well, Cap yeah, catches it the didn't hammer. Exist and... Yet, I mean, it was the first time they ever used it, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, but they've I used it post. I, you know. I think at the time it was a very good theme. I can't. I don't think you could dismiss it. I think what you're trying to say though is that they invoked it at the right time. Yeah, it's like the Creed. Oh, when they when they brought in the 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 original the Ifukubi. When they bring that theme in, when when Koichi's flying through the air, uh, and man, don't they plan on destroying the city? Is they do they do, but it's it's they do play it then. Go ahead, man. For super nerds, uh, earlier in it, they use the. the theme from the original King Kong versus Godzilla, the island theme. Oh, nice. that's fun. They that in there. Yeah. That, that, you could tell. That, that, that was great. There was stuff that they were planting in there for, for the fans. And even though I haven't seen a lot of the movies, they were recognizable, the themes that I kept yeah. hearing pop up. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Also, even beyond using those themes, the score itself was really good. It is. I thought. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's really good. It's really, really good. Um, but they ramp up kind of the the i'm gonna call it like the hero theme when so yeah. you've got like the main like you know the main uh dun 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 and then there's yeah. another theme underneath it that kind of po- that you hear earlier but in this one when koichi is flying towards godzilla they ramp up that second part and it just it hits harder when you see him flying through the air and he's shooting the guns at uh godzilla and he's luring him into the spot and he does exactly what he's gonna do he gets him out there. They wrap the the Freon around him. Things are working, and then they hit it, and it works. He's about to he's about to unleash the atomic breath. The Freon goes off. It sucks him to the bottom, uh, and it doesn't kill him. It just the leaves him there. Inflate. And then they they the balloons inflate, and they bring him back up. And, but he chews the balloons off, and he it's he stops at like eight hundred meters, and they can't bring him back up. And almost like the Avengers, like here come all of the salvage tugboats that said they weren't going to help, and now they're going to help. Uh, and they, that was Kid leading that charge. They correct. They, they said didn't want Kid on the boat. They didn't want Kid on yeah. the boat. So uh, he gathers up the the extra salvagers, and they bring Godzilla back to the surface. But he's not damaged he's, enough. Kid, Kid is Captain America catching the hammer. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. That's really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Godzilla is not damaged enough. He is still able to attack, and he's about to unleash the atomic breath when, out of nowhere, uh, comes Koichi, and he knows what he has to do. And he's flying. Doc and the captain and the kid are all just like, "Please don't do this! Like, you don't have to do this." Uh, and he sees a picture 
of his not wife like that he's you know rocketeer style he's posted in the, in the airplane and he fly and it's it's a really it's it's very well well shot where you just see the plane rocket into Godzilla's mouth I like when they do the thing where it's not like, you know, when someone takes a BB gun and hits a car and it explodes like a Michael Bay type thing. Sure. Like, yeah. And this one, it flies in the mouth and it's just like, conk. you know, it just like sits there for a under, second <laughs> I, yeah. and then it explodes. But I like, I right. like that when a movie does it more realistic again, where it's like not everything just has an insane, you know, like a car falls off a cliff and it has to explode. <laughs> sure, like, sure, sure. In movies, you've got all these explosions for it. You know, somebody my, uh, knocks into a car. And My best friend and I growing up, used to, you know, we used to watch movies all the time. And we would always, anytime we would see like a car flip or do something, we're like, there was an air ramp. Like air ramp. And it was, you know, <laughs> right. like cars would do like these ridiculous barrel rolls for no reason like they hit a bunch of cardboard yeah. boxes and they flip over on their and they you know like twist through the air yeah like stuff, those were yeah. just cardboard boxes like what well, i don't think a car would do that i mean and it's um, fun but it is kind of cool when a movie does it more like the physics are more reasonable and before this bomb goes off it's like oh yeah that plane just crashed into this monster's <laughs> yeah, mouth right Clunk, right 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 um and then, then the plane off. blows up and blows up half of godzilla's head uh, oh yeah yeah that, that was a really cool effect it was very cool very cool this time it's done a lot more damage than the uh you know the original mine uh, mine in the mouth yeah correct uh i mean it literally like blows half of his head off uh so godzilla like sinks into the water the and this is where we see falls into pieces too because that was kind of that was cool yeah that he was charging his his nuclear cord just kind of just starts poking out of his side and and he kind of just like yeah yeah, he kind of just falls apart he like did, it, it's the yeah. uh it was like the laser you know when a laser cuts a person into pieces kind of yeah you know but it was from the inside but it was similar to like or you know someone slices someone in half and their halves fall apart yeah, it was man, that but so like cool. he blasted from all these parts through his body and then you just see the chunks fall into the water it was fall a really the water. cool water it was pretty dope yeah. so we see everybody kind of like looks off into the into the sky and we see that, i have a question cool. for you yeah so if godzilla can regenerate do you get a whole bunch of little Godzillas off that's each a gr- piece? Right? That's it's that a whole good thing like question. a worm when a worm okay, gets cut in half. Uh, by and the they way, grow back. if you want to know that, watch like I said, watch Shin <laughs> okay. Godzilla. You'll see just how bizarre <laughs> okay. that notion gets taken by the end of that movie. <laughs> okay, because yeah. it's like it's interesting when you see something like that happen. It's like, are the limbs just dead and then you have to grow off the head because the brain's there? Like, how does the regeneration work? And yeah, could could you get twelve Godzillas now running around and I don't know, but it's an interesting. What was the one? What is Matt? Isn't like the, isn't Sorcerer's the, Apprentice? You cut up the the right the, exactly. the mop, and now there's a bunch of mops. Isn't there, Matt? Isn't there one Godzilla movie where he has to where one Godzilla has to fight a bunch of different like versions of Godzilla? Is am I uh, not that I've ever seen? Well, and there's Godzilla Final War. That's they, the one. I'm, that's they, the one. He he fights all the different monsters, but one of them he fights is the um, Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Okay, okay. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Which, and, and to make it even more funny, all the monsters in that movie are men in suits, except for that. That that one's CGI. <laughs> oh my gosh! And, and, and even better, the fight between. Japanese Godzilla and American Godzilla lasts all of like 15 seconds. He just <laughs> kills them immediately. You That's think so they're funny. trying to say something there? Maybe oh, they were. They, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Which was amazing that that uh, Roland Emmerich allowed him to use that for to, to make a joke. That's you know? funny. Man, that trailer but, still uh, 
one of my favorite trailers, that initial teaser trailer of Godzilla. Yeah. I'm guessing uh, the movie Roland, great. Yeah. Roland Emmerich probably doesn't get in charge of that. I'm guessing that's Fox going that's for $10 million to <laughs> yeah, sure. license this Godzilla. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we see that, that Koichi actually did eject, and he got out of there. That was a cool we, moment with the parachute when you see him. Because they're was. all looking like, oh, he sacrificed himself. Everyone's all sad. And you see out of the smoke in the distance a parachute. You see him dropping yeah. down. And then we, we cut yeah. back to the conversation he had with the mechanic. And the mechanic says, look. He hands him the picture of his of his kid of, of the family that the kid drew, and he hands him back the 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 little packet of pictures. And the the mechanic has a moment where he looks at him. He's like, "Okay, look, there's this lever back here. That's you, the it's an injector seat, and you can get out. You don't have to die for this. Like you, you can see the really pain on his face. Yeah, he goes live. Yes, you know he tells yes. him you need to live." And, and you know, this is you're making this right. You're you're doing the honorable thing, and you can live your life. I think, I think it was the forgiveness that he had been looking for the whole time. Yes, mm-hmm. so. I think you're absolutely right. And we should say that earlier, before this whole set piece takes place, uh, the the woman across the way who's watching the daughter gets a telegram. We don't know what's on it. Initially, I thought it was going to be a letter from Koichi. That's what I thought that it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that they're trying to make it look like it. You know, yeah, which they do a great job of it, right? Stuff. Yeah. Um. So the the ship comes back and everybody's there and again Matt to this point earlier where this woman not does everyone. run Godzilla's up. Godzilla's not there. That's true. Godzilla does not make it back. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> he's there with a top hat and a mustache. Yeah, he's like, hey, fellas, I made it back. Uh, he's the size hey, of fellow family. humans. <laughs> yes, hey, fellow humans. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Don't mind me. Um, <laughs> Matt, to your point earlier, where where Kuichi finds his his, his partner um, in this massive crowd, of course, now our our nanny uh, does the same thing, where she runs in and she finds him uh, and hands him this telegram, and he reads it. And even now, I'm just like, what the hell's going on? And it, it's yeah, not until I, did not, I uh, Ryan called it. I did not call it. I I it, just it's a great it seems so far fetched, and, and it still sure. seems far fetched. Yes. So, the, okay, when when this goes down, flashback to the big set piece we talked about in Tokyo when Godzilla's smashing buildings and everyone's running down the street away from him and he's stomping people and it's great destruction scene. And then they're standing there right next to the alley and he lets off his heat ray and things right. are flying, cars, buildings, vehicles, heat ray, whatever is going. And she pushes him into the alleyway and yes. he miraculously survives. And you see her get blown <laughs> yes. away into the heat ray. So I think that's a little cheap when movies do this thing where they make it so impossible i like it when there's a mystery left open but when you make it so impossible it seems like a cheat right sure off, well i think essentially... off there was a pillow factory right behind <laughs> right right <laughs> exactly so it's just it's a little bit of a cheat like if if there's a plausible way if there's a plausible way where it could actually happen then yeah you can be your mind's blown you're like oh my gosh i didn't see that coming but but it's like they told us they showed us like there's no way that's happening and so when she and then the so letter he, but, and it flash forwards to the hospital and then i was like god damn it and then as soon as you uh, see that you know exactly what it yeah, is yeah you know exactly what's going to happen he runs up and she's there in the bed and she's all she's got bandages all over her face and man her line delivery her is she's lost yeah yeah right 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 yeah. the line delivery is so good so good it's so good where she just looks at him that? they they look at each other and she's like is your war over 
And oh. that's how this movie ends, like on that line. And it's like, God the, damn the it. The only thing I didn't like about this moment as sweet, and I know they were trying to be dramatic, and that was a great line. When he walks in, the little girl that has not seen her mother in months. That's fair. He goes that's like what makes this. me think that girl wasn't real. He goes like this, plop. And then he goes and talks to her. They never, I mean, that little, girl, that little girl would be like, mommy, and run to her. Right, he right, right. sets her to the side so he can go up to her and have that moment. And I'm like, That's oh, really come funny. On. That was a perfect opportunity for a family moment. There's no yeah, reason yeah, yeah. the little girl couldn't run to her, and then she couldn't look at him and go, is your war over yet? Like, I just right. don't like that. It, it, it almost made me laugh just because the way he sat her down <laughs> over to the side and then walked past her. I'm like, what? The, the, the guy next to the guy, it's, again, sold out mm. theater, which I love. Like I, I have missed yeah. being in theaters like this. Well, uh, Alamo's almost always sold out. You know. So, but okay. So here's the thing. It's not yeah. though. Like for first run movies, it's not sold out almost ever. Hmm. The the older stuff, right? If you go see Die Hard or Halloween or you know things like that, that stuff is sold out. I don't know, man. When I looked at Napoleon and I looked at Hunger Games, oh, those were both like. Hunger Game was close, pack, pack, yeah, and I saw yeah. that on the big screen. Like that, that one was. By the way, close. I'm glad that Alamo Drafthouse is doing well. Uh, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, in, I yeah. was a little worried about that's, the location, and but it is it, it's best it's doing. In town. I love it. I, I will say, I gotta throw this in there though. Have you guys been to the Marcus Chesterfield recently? That, is that the 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 newly renovated one? Newly by six seven years ago or whatever. Yeah. Oh no 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 the, no. I, I mean, it was, it's been quite a while, really? but. You know, they changed the, when they bought it from Warenberg, they changed it to like the ultra screen deluxe and the super yeah. screen deluxe and all that stuff. So they upgraded all their sound is Dolby Atmos now. Oh, and it sounds great. That's nice. It sounds I, I great. saw this in a, a Dolby theater and it shook the place. Yeah. Right? yeah. Dolby, I felt bad for whoever was watching movies in the theater next door. I felt bad for this. All the people. They were hearing Godzilla the whole time. All the people that yeah. saw the Beyonce movie next in, in, in theater three, those poor <laughs> bastards. <laughs> like, they didn't know what was coming. Everyone always bragged about Atmos and all everyone on the coasts and all over on online are always bragging about it. And we didn't have any, if, if, and if we did, it was like not many of the theaters. So I will yeah. I've seen two different theaters. One was the big soup or big ultra screen at the Marcus Chesterfield, and then one was just a smaller auditorium. Both had Dolby and both sounded amazing. So That's that awesome. is a huge upgrade. And I think they realize they've got to compete if you know they don't want everyone oh, yeah. even to go to Alamo and all that. So I'm happy to see them upgrading that. And it was loud and clear. Yeah. And, uh, Napoleon was the same way, right? So that was the one in the smaller screen, still Atmos. That is the way to watch a movie. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and that's how this movie ends. And I do, and I think until it, uh, that's true. There, there was, was actually there was a weird. I don't know if you noticed it. They kind of focused on it just a little bit. She had like a radiation burn on her neck. I did see that. There was it was. I, I have to watch the movie again. It looked like it was in the shape of something. I that was. I initially thought it was like a weird. tattoo, but yeah, yeah. I I need to see the movie again just to see. I wasn't quite sure why they kind of lingered on that for a second. It's a monarch logo. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're tying into the <laughs> TV show. It's all connected, you see. It's all connected. Um, so yeah, so it, they cut away from our two main, our three main characters, and we see chunks of Godzilla still floating in the water. And then, of course, he starts so to heart regenerate. Starts regenerating. Yeah, hearts yeah. to regenerate. And Which it's like, this was and it plays the, the end, theme. By the way, this was the exact end of that movie GMK that I was talking about. It came out in two thousand one. Oh, okay. Same okay. thing. They they blow him up from the inside. And everything's great, and at the end, it shows his heart on the ocean floor start to mm. beat again. So it's that's what he's uh, kind of borrowed. This that. is unbelievable. 
Like it was cool. It, this is an unbelievable film. I I cannot. It, this is in my top five for the year. Like I think. Oh, he, and yeah, me too. It's not just because it's a Godzilla movie. Like there, this is a, a they're telling a a legit story, and there's character moments, and there's character turns, and there's it, they just do an, an amazing job of kind of taking a Godzilla movie and working in a story that's the, really well. well this done. is this, this is, is the only one that I've seen. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that uh, this seems like what the American ones try to do by introducing all these characters, but you end up just not caring about them because they're not yes. well written. Right. That is exactly right? so, what like, I said. All the yes, other you're movies, absolutely like, right. With, with uh, you know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and Brian Cranston and all them, <laughs> I couldn't tell you one memorable thing about them uh, other than I thought it was weird because it's like we just saw them. They're related. <laughs> no. But uh, then you know, the one with Millie Bobby Brown and I couldn't tell you one other person in that movie. Whoever Tessa was in the last or Vera Farmiga. Okay. Yeah, I totally forgot she was the mom. You're right. Uh, so I, I just I, I don't care. Like they they're not well written characters. It's not a good script, and they focus too much on the special effects. And I get it. Mm-hmm. You want to see Godzilla. You want to see smashing and all that. But I think that's what the American ones are trying to do. And correct me if I'm mistaken, Matt. But to me, it seems like most Godzilla movies, maybe not these recent really good ones, but to me, I'm like, oh, that's just a guy smashing a bunch of stuff. There's not a bunch of good character development and story right. to them. Like, this it, is, it, honestly, uh, I've seen every Godzilla movie many, 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 many <laughs> times. This is the only one where I cared about the the people. Yeah. In, in fact, so much so that if you took Godzilla out of this, it would still be a good movie. Absolutely. You know I mean? if, if, Absolutely if, right. If, if it was some other reason that brought these people together, like you know, the war or natural disaster, whatever it is, it would still be a good story. Yeah. yeah, it's effective. The, the commentary that this movie is about guilt and trauma and surviving, and it it has so much to say. And they use Godzilla as the the enemy or the the looming threat, but it's about the internal struggles. It's about these characters and what Koichi's dealing with and his struggle and being able to forgive yourself so that you can move on. And, you know, no one's perfect. And, and again, I think we all can relate and we all realize like he does not need to be that hard on himself. Uh, right. And, uh, but it's hard. Sometimes you beat yourself up and it's about, you know, you do deserve to live and what the uh, mechanic says at the end, live mm-hmm. and, and, you know, live your life. You deserve to do that. So I just think it has a lot to say. And so Godzilla, you could, Matt, you could take him out. You could replace him with whatever the other threat is and anything still else. The same story. Right. Yeah. Kevin, do you have a, like a box office on this by chance? Like how much it's made? Curious. So far, what I, what I see, I do, um, on Wikipedia says that on a $15 million budget, it's already made 27.9 million. That's and amazing. I thought I had a link to Box Office Mojo. <laughs> Let me refresh this here. Um, Meaning it's made that in Japan or it made that here already? That would be worldwide, so I don't know what okay. the... And by the way, this is the, clo- the the quickest I've seen a movie from Japan to get I, here. Yes. It only opened like a month ago. I was thinking the same thing. It kind of reminds me of Shaun of the Dead, where Shaun of the Dead got released over, you know, over in yeah. the UK first and then kind of had a second life here. I'm curious what it did in the U.S., just because it has been out for a little bit in Japan, and I yeah, like, I just to... I feel like it's got it's got legs like this thing literally and figuratively like it. An article I saw said it made I think five million on Friday. That's great. Which, like a, you which know, is, I think it's it's not making money like the Beyonce movie does, but well, it's also you know. not, it's also not as many screens. You it's know a, I, mean? I didn't realize that came out. This that week. Like... It did, yeah, and it's up against yeah, John. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, it's, Beyonce movie bumped 
Godzilla from a lot of the IMAX screens because it was this oh was really that sucks filmed to look good in IMAX and then you know American theaters are like no we're gonna show the yeah, Beyonce movie yeah. That, and it is up against from the, a financial standpoint that makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah, you're, you, you know, do what yeah. you got to do. But it's also up so against I, the, the John Woo Christmas classic, uh, Silent well, Night. That's no, it. No, oh, have you seen it? No. <laughs> oh no, it looks no. horrible. It looks. Horrible. It looks fine. It does. It look, it's whatever. No, it looks I, you know. really bad. It, does it, it look as fun like, as as? It wait. Was last year Violent Night? Was uh, that the David Harbor yeah. Santa movie? Something yeah, like I don't. That. I didn't see. And now this year we get Silent Night. Violent Night is better. (laughs) Um, No, it looks bad in a bad. Like if it's, it looks bonkers, right? In a John Woo way, and I'm like, okay, I hope this is just nonstop insane fun. But everyone who's seen it says it's just terrible. Yeah, that's a shame. And the idea there's no dialogue in the movie. Yeah, because he gets shot in the throat. Oh, so he doesn't talk. But but to have it be called Silent Night and he can't talk, like there's. I mean, John Wick hardly talks. Like, there's a cool, you that's can do true. A cool action thing without the character <laughs> talking. I think that's a fine concept. But the way the trailers cut, because I did see this one in the theaters when we saw something else, and yeah. it is so freaking bad. It is. It looks yeah, yeah, ridiculous. So this movie Sorry, was John. tracking to make eight million dollars, and if you said it made five million on Friday, it could get. I think it, it could, could do that. It could pull then. that off. Yeah. yeah, they may have been rolling in Wednesday, Thursday figures mm. into that Friday. Oh, time, so. true, true. So, anyway, but either I, way, I like because I saw this on I saw this on Wednesday night. Oh, nice. Uh, either um, way, it, this it is a has, fan. It's up to almost five million domestically at this point of recording, but overseas it has made twenty three point one million. Good. So good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah well, and, I, and by this overseas is... Japan. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So <laughs> I highly if if you can catch this in a theater right now i highly recommend it it's not for kids like i think a lot of the the later godzilla movies is are kind of geared not geared towards kids but are kid friendly this one is not like this one is definitely uh more of an adult movie a grown-up movie i mean an adult movie that's a different thing altogether but like a (laughs) a a, a grown-up movie um but it's absolutely worth your time and i cannot recommend this thing enough it's it's so good why is it called godzilla minus one I think the explanation was is that Tokyo or Japan in general was at zero at the end of the war, and now it's like even worse. Oh. Now we're going into the negatives. Yeah. Okay. 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 I will say I, I may have to see it again before I rank it, but when I came out of there, I was like, "This oh, is the best Godzilla movie I've ever <laughs> seen in my life." It, I, I've seen them all. This is the first movie this year that I remember being like super hyped for, and it can't and it delivered. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I had expectations. Yeah. It went way above them. But, but yeah, way. it's a good so. movie. That's the thing. It's a good, not just good Godzilla movie, but it is good. It's it, and a lot of that you got to owe to the writing that they flesh these characters out and and like we said, you know, make us care about the characters or else they're just fodder. Right, right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I think that does it for this episode. Let's go around the table and everybody can tell them where to find each other. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and subscribe to Circle of Wizards for all your retro gaming fun. And Matt, what about you? you want to find you anywhere? Oh, this is Matt. You can find me on Instagram at MattReedy219. You've got some great Godzilla prints. You do have some great Godzilla prints. I, I've got a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S-21, also on Letterboxd at the same. Uh, and until next time... Kong and Godzilla team up. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better-
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.